going on? What is happening? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Thanks for joining us on a Tuesday. Today is the 4th, April 4th, 2023. Getting into April. My goodness. Uh, did you enjoy the national championship last night? Did you watch it? I, th- I don't think that many people watched it. I think the ratings were low. UConn blew them out. So if you did, there you go. Hope you won some money. And if not, well, there, also, there you go. <laughs> I was watching. I was slipping back and forth between some hockey and the game last night. I always like to watch championship games of like, uh, you know, any sport, but not the best game for sure. But uh, either way, uh, on today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about the percentages in casino games and then break even percentage and why sports is different. I mean, sports, sports betting is the only casino game. If you want to look at it as a casino game, some don't, but it's the only thing that you can walk into a, like a casino in Vegas and actually have a chance to win money long-term. Anyone can walk into a casino in Vegas or anywhere else where you can gamble in the country and have a chance to win, but can you have a chance to win long-term over the course of 25 years? That's where casinos get you. Okay, so we always talk about break-even percentage. In sports betting, there is a percent, there is a specific break-even percentage that all of us need to hit based on the bets we make. In gambling and casino games, that doesn't matter. There is no break breaking percentage. You, you ask a, a pit boss, hey, what's the break-even percentage for this blackjack game? I mean, he's gonna be, he's gonna say, What? There is no break-even percentage. The break-even percentage is you give us your money. That's about as even as you're gonna break, buddy, long term. And Blackjack is a very, very, uh, I would say, one of the best games for the average person wanting to gamble to play. It's got a very, very low house edge. Okay, If you're playing perfect rules, which most people don't, and that's one thing that gets overlooked. A lot of people say, yeah, Blackjack, play perfect rules. No one's playing perfect rules out there. I mean, I even mess up here or there, you know, a few hands in every shoe. So Blackjack, if you're playing perfect strategy, uh with very liberal Vegas rules, the house edge gets all the way down to like 0.3%. But what we're going to do for today's show is be a little bit more conservative and assume you're playing good blackjack, maybe the occasional slip up, which is probably most of us or a lot of us listening. So the house edge for blackjack is 0.5%. That's not that much. What that means is for every $100 we gamble, and this is assuming it's a uh, blackjack table that's three to two, liberal rules, right? Like none of this nonsense, no side bets, right? Three to two blackjack, liberal rules. The house is going to make 50 cents on you for every $100 that you gamble. Let's compare that to the average person betting in sports. The average person betting in sports has about a 4.5% house edge against them. So the average person has to overcome about four to 5% if they're going to win in sports betting. So that's a main difference is, yes, sports betting is winnable, but there's a little bit heavier of attacks for that reason. So let's go through some of these casino games because I'm sure if you listen to this, maybe you like betting, maybe you like going to the casino, maybe you like playing some of these games. I picked what I thought were three of the most popular games, and I want to talk about an outlier in here as well. But I think a lot of us, if we've gone to Vegas, gone to the casino, probably find ourselves playing maybe some blackjack, maybe some craps, maybe some roulette. So let's talk about the house edge in each of these, and then we'll get to sports betting in in just a minute or two. So we kind of talked about blackjack, the house edge, I'd say about, let's go with 0.5%. I think that's very fair for this podcast. Again, three to two table, liberal rules, that's blackjack. Let's say you find a six to five table. And by the way, according to pit bosses, interviews I've seen, YouTube videos, I mean, 
no one notices this stuff. The average person in, in Vegas or the average like just gambler, they don't understand the six to five and three to two. Most people don't even look for this on the table, but it's drastically, drastically different. If you sit down and you're playing a hundred dollars a hand, which I know it's a lot for a lot of people, but if you're paying a hundred dollars a hand and you get a blackjack for three to two, they pay you back one fifty. If you're playing six to five and you get a blackjack with a hundred dollar hand, they pay you back one twenty. Now I know the difference between one fifty and one twenty doesn't seem like that much, but it changes the house edge from about zero point five percent to two percent. And that's a big, big jump. They're essentially tripling the difficulty for you to win by adding six to five instead of three to two. And no one notices. No one even gets this, right? And and so there are all kinds of, we're not this isn't gonna be that much on casinos, but if you are going to go bet or, you know, go play blackjack or craps roulette or whatever, there's differences even game to game. Okay, there's blackjack with side bets, there's blackjack with all this different stuff, and it makes the games better or worse based on those little rules. So blackjack, you're working with about a 0.5% edge. That's what we'll go with for three to two. Now let's talk about craps. Okay, craps is about, uh, for the pass, uh, come, like the, the come line, pass line, it's about a 1.41% house edge. And for the don't pass, don't come, it's about 1.36%. Um, the differences in these, I mean, very, very small, 0.05%. But, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I, I have a buddy who swears on the don't pass. Every time he plays craps, like, don't pass, don't pass. When you talk to him about it, it seems so black and white. It's because it's a better bet. Why would you ever take the other bet? It's, it's not advantageous. The house needs seven. We need seven. Let's play the don't pass. Well, the house edge increases by about zero or excuse me, 0.05% from playing the don't pass to the pass. But you know, what's funny is if, if, if individuals like my friend I'm talking about, or probably a lot of other people who do this, if they employed that same mathematical approach to other games, that would be awesome. I would have nothing to say about it or nothing to laugh at. But my buddy who does this, who swears about this and he'll, he'll talk about how I play the don't pass. And that's the only way to play. I'll see him playing a six to five blackjack table like it's nothing. <laughs> you know, I'll see him playing roulette with a four or five percent house edge like it's nothing. It's like, wait a minute, you'll play roulette, you'll play six to five blackjack, but you will not bet the pass line. It's like there's no consistency, right? It's 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 kind of silly. People applying their own idea of statistics in the casino, you get to see. I mean, look, no one is. I'm not, I'm not saying my friends are dummies. I'm saying that it's 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 comical because. A lot of us out there pick and choose where to apply our idea of statistics or probability, right? We all have this idea, like my buddy, and I'm not going to call him out on here or say his name, but he, it's so, it's hysterical, you know, he's, he will not play the pass. Why would you play the pass line? The house needs seven. I'm playing the dope pass. Better, better odds. You didn't know that? Dude, you can win more money playing the dope pass. It's, it's the best way to go. It's like, okay, fine. Why are you playing triple zero roulette? <laughs> Why are you playing six to five blackjack? There's no consistency here, right? So just a little little note there. I thought thought it's funny about uh, my buddy who you know everyone's an expert in their own little things at the casino, which means no one really is. Uh, so craps again, one point four one percent to one point three six percent. That's not that much, and you compare it to roulette. Now let's, talk, let's go double zero roulette because that's what you're going to find most over you know, all over Vegas. Most casinos across the country is, is double zero roulette. The house edge in double zero roulette is 5.26%. It's a big, big advantage against us compared to blackjack, compared to craps, right? And then casino, or, uh, uh, Kino, I want to throw Kino in there too. Kino's about a 25% house edge. Yeah, you heard that right, 25%. So if you're playing three to two blackjack with good liberal rules, you're expected to lose 50 cents for every $100 you gamble. If you're playing Kino, 
you're expected to lose $25 for every $100 you gamble. That's the difference in those bets. Okay, roulette, you're expected to lose about $5.26 for every 100 you spend or you gamble. So that's what those house edges sort of represent. And as you can see, 0.5% blackjack, 1.4% craps, 5.2% roulette. I mean, these are jumping up a little bit each time, but these numbers are substantial. So why are we going to talk about this? Because sports betting, let's bring it back to sports betting. As I said earlier in the podcast, sports betting is the only thing we can win at consistently. The only part is we've got to pick the 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 games where the sports uh, uh, the sports books have mispriced the game because by definition, this is an inefficient market. We're betting into an inefficient market as to where casino games are just rules designed to beat us. So you so you're dealing with two different games here. So why is sports betting different than these games? Well, as we talked about. There is a true break-even percentage that we can calculate for every bet we make. And that that totals up. We can make a million bets and still have one break-even percentage. So that's that that's one thing, is there is a true break-even percentage. Okay. And the reason you can find this is because in sports betting, it's not known what the true odds are or should be. Right? It's, that, that, that's not, if that were known, this market, the sports betting market, would be 100 percent efficient and by definition impossible to beat. But that's not the case. The Lakers will often open up minus two and they'll close minus six. You know, sometimes the LA Lakers open open up minus two and they'll close plus four. This happens all the time. How does that happen? Good bettors who know what the price should be hammering that line into in, into the correct place. So the break-even percentage is now is now legitimate. Okay, so the closer we get to game time, the market actually does become more and more efficient. And that's why lines move. We're dealing with inefficient markets at first. The more liquidity, the more the more people get into that market, the more efficient it's going to be the closer we get to game time. So in sports betting, we need to have a higher win percentage than whatever our break-even percentage is. We need to essentially overcome the priced-in house edge or tax in order to win. So let's just use minus 110 as an example. Minus 110 is a very common bet. Most of you out there are used to making this, right? You bet 110 to win 100. You bet 11 to win 10, whatever. So for minus 110, the break-even percent, and you can calculate this for yourself. Just go to Action Network Odds Converter. Okay, the Action Network Odds Converter, very easy tool to use. And there you'll find that if you type in minus 110 to the American odds, you're going to get 52.38 implied odds or break-even percentage. So what that means is every time you make a minus 110 bet, that theoretically needs to win about 53% of the time if you're going to be profitable betting those games. That's why the minus 110 is so important. Is okay, 53%, that's tough. You know, that's it's going to take a lot of work, but that's, you know, doable if you're going to commit to this. But let's say instead of minus 110, every bet you make is now minus 120. It doesn't seem like that big of a difference, right? I mean, you're betting 120 to win 100, you're betting 12 to win 10. If you're a $10 better, it's just $1 more. It's like, who cares, Tyler? But here's the thing is the house edge now increases from 52.38% to 54.55%. That's about a 2.2% increase just from minus 110 to minus 120. Now, before you say, who cares? It's only 2.2%. Let's rewind and look at blackjack. If the house edge in blackjack is 0.5% and we alone are making it harder on ourselves by 2.2%, just from going 110 to 120, do you think that's worth it? 
Do you think that's something we should do often or get used to doing? And what I mean by this is like buying points, buying alternate lines. That's the issue here is that they charge way too much for what this should be. And if you really look at it from a percentage point of view, it really opens your eyes up. And it doesn't take long to get that number up to 60%. Do you know, or can you guess right now without looking up, don't cheat, what is the break-even percentage or what is the number? What is the American odds for a 60% break-even percentage? Because that's high, right? I mean, my God, to go 61% just to have a chance to win money, that's, that's, that's incredible. So what do you think the number is, the American odds number that you'll see minus whatever for a 60% break-even percentage? It's only minus 150. Like we think minus 130, minus 120, minus 140, minus 150. Hey, not that big of a deal. Minus 110 and minus 150 is almost a seven and a half, almost 8% difference. <laughs> that is huge. That is so huge. So, so why are we talking about this? Because the more bets you make like that, minus 150, minus 200, minus one, you know, whatever it is, the more bets you need to win. And that's inevitably not what we see on places like Twitter, TikTok, play on the blank, because they're betting a bunch of these games that are buying points, putting games together, and they're bragging that they're going 55, 60%, which obviously is probably a losing percentage. If your break-even percentage is 60%, or, or you know, meaning every bet you make is minus 150, and your overall win percentage is 59.5%, which is very good, you're losing money. So that's why this is different. That's why this matters is in sports betting, we need to be able to look at this, calculate this, overcome this. And for a minus 110 bet, we need to pay more attention to minus 110, minus 120. Well, how much should it be if we buy a half point here or there, right? That is why all this matters so much. I think that what happens is most people don't understand these percentages because most people aren't betting that much money. Okay, let's take our blackjack example. If you're only betting $10 a hand and you're playing six to five, you're going to get paid $12 for a blackjack. If you're, if you're playing three to two, you're going to get paid 15. Now that's only a $3 difference, right? So for a lot of people they go, so what? It's $3. Same thing earlier. My, my minus 110 and minus 120 example. If you just now have to bet 11 to win 10 or 12 to win 10, you may say, who gives a shit? It's four quarters, dude. I don't care, but it's about the percentage. And so just go and look at that on, on the scale. What if you're betting a thousand dollars a game? Would you be okay to, instead of bet, betting 1,100 to win 1,000. Now you have to bet 1,200 to win. You have to bet 100 more dollars to win that 1,000. Okay, so that's why it matters is I know it's just a, a, a few dollars here or there, but it's not about the dollar amount. It's about the percentage amount. That's what matters for all of this stuff. Okay, and by the way, that individual who will not play the pass line because it's 0.05% worse makes parlays like, every weekend. You know, it's just hysterical. The, the, uh, inconsistency and hypocrisy that you get from the average betters out there who uh, have their own little systems. So anyway, that's kind of does it for casino games, break even percentage and why it's so important and why those numbers matter. Minus 110, minus 120, minus 150, minus 200 plus 500. Those all matter. And really it comes down to this. We always say this, which is the essence of betting profitably. Every bet we make should come down to this. What are they charging? And what should the price be? If we've got a really, really good way of coming up with a line and we think that, whatever, let's use an example. The Nuggets are going to beat the Lakers 54% of the time. That means something. That equals a percentage. Okay, If we think the Nuggets are going to win 54% of the time and the bet is minus 110, that's a good bet. That means we should make that bet because they're charging a lower percentage compared to what we think will happen. That's all good betting comes down to. And I know getting there is the hard part, but that's why it's so important. Break-even percentage, casino games, 
And that does it for today's show. Hope everyone enjoyed it. Hope you liked uh, what we had to say on today's podcast. If you do have questions, because I know that was a complex topic, don't be afraid to reach out. You can find us on Twitter at SBD underscore pod, at SBD underscore, uh, SBD underscore pod, or you can find me at Tyler Walgy. So uh, feel free to reach out. I'd be glad to answer any questions or uh, even read them on you know a podcast later on this week and uh, answer them for everyone. So uh, good luck with what you going on today or tonight. Hope you all catch some winners. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily.